flexible people know that they are going to be in situations that don't align with their preferences. They're going to interact with people closely on teams and in families and in environments, people who do not match their style. They're going to be in scenarios that don't meet their expectations and they're going to be around standards that don't match up and align with theirs. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a special edition of the Daily Discipline Podcast. This is the Super Skills Series. In this series, BK talks us through 20 skills we can all use every day to improve our lives and our impact on the things we care about. He helps you break down each skill through the lens of self-awareness, self-discipline, and self-confidence. By the end of this series, you'll be able to turn these 20 simple skills into super skills that unlock a stronger you, a more productive you, and a more fulfilled you. In today's episode, we're talking about flexibility and how it's adjusting your approach to fit the context and your style to fit the people without lowering your standards in order to achieve your objective. Reminder to stick around through the end of the episode so you can hear how to get your hands on free E plus R equals O resources for activating these skills in your life. Rigid things break, and so do rigid people. They're thrown off by minor changes. They are derailed by uh, things that don't meet their expectations, and they're broken, right? They're, they're shattered by genuine disruptions. When, when, when we're rigid, you know, being rigid is, at its core, it's an unwillingness or an inability to adjust. What I, what I wrote down in my notes specifically is that rigid, being rigid, it's the inability or the stubbornness to move out of your position. You know, that, that's what it means to be rigid. It's the, it's the inability or the unwillingness, the stubbornness, to move out of your position. And frankly... Frankly, it just doesn't take skill or discipline to be rigid, right? And, and those kinds of things break. People who have flexibility, they operate under the obvious understanding that the world is an unpredictable and variable and at times volatile place. And when I say the world, I mean everything in it. That's what flexible people understand. Flexible people know that they are going to be in situations that don't align with their preferences. They're going to interact with people closely on teams and in families and in environments, people who do not match their style. They're going to be in scenarios that don't meet their expectations, and they're going to be around standards that don't match up and align with theirs. Self-awareness, self-confidence, self-control around flexibility, okay? Number one, around knowing yourself, the self-awareness of this. I believe that you know when you are being rigid and when you are not. I actually think most people have a pretty good awareness of this. They just need to pay attention to it. I really do. I, I think that that when you're being stubborn and when you are in a fixed position and when you are locked in and unwilling to look beyond your perspective, I think you know. And I think it gets so emotional 
that it, it gets hard to let go of. But I think you know. And what this is, is letting you know right now, what this moment is, is letting you know that I know you know and to do something about that. When you have that awareness, back it up with disciplined choices and action about what to do. Bring the awareness that rigidity is going to get you in trouble. It's going to deliver consequences that you do not want. And your emotions are going to try to convince you otherwise. But you know better than that. You do. So use that awareness to pull you forward. Number two is controlling yourself. This is where I actually have a lot of fun. And that is that most people still equate discipline, which you know is important to me, right? It's the, the core foundation of my business and the core foundation of what I write every morning in the daily discipline email that comes out at 6 a.m. If you're not a subscriber, go sign up for it. It's the best email in the game. Uh, and if you already read it, then you know um, it's, it's, it's fantastic. People associate discipline with being rigid. They think discipline is a constrained, limited, rule-following, compliance-driven, strict way. And it's not, right? It, it, here's the thing. It requires no discipline to be rigid. It just requires a strong opinion. It requires no discipline to be rigid. It just requires a stubborn unwillingness to change. It actually... It's, it, that's actually a lot more limited, fixed mindset and the lack of discipline to look and see and ask and expose and explore that leads to rigidity. Flexibility requires a tremendous amount of discipline. Why? Flexibility requires you to do a handful of things. <clears throat> Say no to a strong impulse. Look beyond your immediate perspective. Consider alternative options. Say yes to new things. Uh, it, it, it requires you to have the, uh, choose the humility that you may or may not be right. It also might cause you to look at the context and say, it might be better suited if we went with somebody else's approach rather than with mine. All of those things require a tremendous amount of discipline. And if you do not have enough discipline skill built up in yourself, rigidity becomes, the, uh, frankly, the only avenue that we have available to us. And so in that way, it's actually the exact opposite of what most people think. Rigidity is the absence of discipline. And it's the presence of impulse, autopilot, and blind habit. Flexibility is the presence of discipline. It's an indication of choice, thought, standards, exploration, and a very conscious, intentional, purpose-based decision-making, which is the core foundational essence of discipline itself. And so that is a, that's like a mind life-changing view of discipline for most people once they get it. People without discipline are rigid. People with discipline are flexible. It's probably the opposite of what you've been taught your entire life, but now you know. Use it, okay? The last one, believing in yourself, self-confidence. You don't have to be one thing all the time. You don't have to be one thing your whole life. I think we misunderstand consistency sometimes. And I think, uh, I think from a self-confidence perspective, um, I think people get too wrapped up in being 
committed to who they have been and their past perspectives, their pre-existing routines or habits or styles that they've shown or lived by. And they're overcommitted to a past version of themselves and being consistent with it than they are committed to who they're becoming and the future self that they're creating. You don't have to be the same thing all the time. You can be different things. You can, uh, you can be two wildly different things at two different times. The, the, the nature of self-confidence and flexibility is the recognition that we are capable of a wide array, a wide array of emotions and preferences, and they change from context to context, and they change throughout the seasons and years and eras of our life. And the, the, the ability to flex, the ability to adjust, the ability to adapt, the ability to change, right? It's one of the most beautiful parts about being a person. And so I, I, I want to feed your confidence. I want to feed your belief in yourself that you don't have to be one thing or the same thing to everybody and that it's okay to be flexible. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength, all right? I think flexibility comes from um, self-awareness, right, of, of strengths and weakness and, and where to be. And then the self-confidence comes from, again, on that foundation of self-awareness, the self-confidence comes from leaning into strengths and using them with skill when they're working. Like when, when the context fits and it calls for them, lean into your strengths and know how to deploy your strengths to put yourself in a, in a great leveraged position to utilize those. Where, do we, where does weakness come up from a flexibility perspective? Where does weakness show up? Well, I think there's two ways. I think first is that a lot of our weaknesses in life, right? Whatever you want to consider a weakness. A lot of our weaknesses are simply our strengths that get used in the wrong context or strengths that get overused, right? So what, what do I mean by that? Well, empathy might be a strength of yours and you use it really well. Well, how does that become a weakness? Okay, well, it might become a weakness where you need to have a hard conversation with somebody and you need to tell them the truth and you need to hold a really high standard, but you don't have that hard conversation, you don't tell them the truth, and you don't hold them to a high standard because you pushed your empathy all in. And what happened was you overused empathy and you leaned on empathy in the wrong context. That's how a strength overused or used in the wrong context becomes a weakness. Do you have the built flexibility and the, the, the built discipline of flexibility to tone down the empathy in that moment and raise your willingness to tell the truth and have a hard conversation with somebody without sacrificing your standards of empathy to bring them together? So the, the, the second piece outside of, from a self-confidence view, you know, leaning into your strengths, using them, putting yourself in a position, a well-leveraged position to use your strengths at your best. The, the second side of self-confidence is knowing when your strengths can get overused or misused in the wrong context and making sure that you've got a plan on how to navigate and flex around that as well as knowing what your actual weaknesses are and, and pre-planning, pre-building the flexibility to say, hey, I need to, I need to work around that 
or put myself in a position where I, I don't I don't try to uh, make everything hinge on me being good at something I'm not currently good at, uh, or building into your life um, systems, patterns, workflows, teams that build around maybe areas that that aren't great for you. Right, that's what flexibility is, and that way you're leaning into the areas where you're confident. You are leveraging more of your strengths, but you're also building flexibility into the expectation of your life. You're the expectation of your day, the expectation of your your uh, um, household routines, whatever those things may be. And those things are all uh, self-confidence building because now we're not worried that people would see our weaknesses. We've, we're aware of where our weaknesses are. We're self-controlled on what they are. And then we're self-confident that we can adjust and flex to make sure that those weaknesses don't cost us. And we do it with full disclosure on the teams and in the relationships and the operational way that we're actually moving through life. Again, whether that's operationally at home with the routines and how those things are working or you know, on your sports team or inside of your business. Hey, thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review because your reviews help more people find this podcast who need it. As promised, we've got links in the show notes to resources that will help you activate these skills in your life. First up, we've got the Do the Worksheet, a free E plus R equals O resource that helps you apply what we talked about here to your life. Lastly, if you're interested in taking the application of these skills a step further, we have a downloadable guidebook with all 20 skills only for members of the Daily Discipline community. Developing these 20 skills into super skills help you become a stronger you, a more productive you, and a more fulfilled you. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.